Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls to get access to all of our bonus content, including our Booby serials. And this week we are covering The Witches. Um, which is, this isn't that funny, but we were, we've just been talking for the last like half hour and yeah. we're like, okay, we should probably start. <laughs> the title of, uh, I've titled this one, uh, Stop Your Lolly Gagging. Because <laughs> we say it a it's couple It's perfect times. for what we were just doing. <laughs> oh, and just... So everyone knows we are doing the 2020 new remake movie. Correct. As opposed to the 1991. Which I have immediately regretted. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we do have a friend who basically told me that we needed to watch that one. And I was like, ooh, we had already decided to watch the other one. Which then I did some research. And actually, the old one is on HBO Max. So we definitely could have done that one. Oh, because I definitely chose this one because I was like, it's free. Yeah, Well, not free, but we have HBO Max. I don't know if it's because it's Halloween season or what, but it's definitely on there. Yeah. Interesting. Anywho, here, we are where we are. Um, So the book was originally published in 1983 and it's written by Roald Dahl. And I just got to stop here and explain a funny story. Um, So we normally either... We buy the book on, you know, at Goodwill or we rent it from the library and read it on our Kindles. Well, without my knowledge, or I guess my knowledge because I did it, um, I accidentally rented the um, graphic novel, (laughs) which apparently it's a regular novel. They just adapted it into a graphic novel. So I got to look at pretty pictures while I read my book, but Hannah didn't. So, (laughs) Well, I'm curious, though. Like... There's no way that all of the work, like, because how long was the graphic novel? How many pages was it? 200 something pages. Right, which is what the book was, too. So there's no way they fit all of the words into the graphic novel. So you're saying I missed stuff? I'm guessing you probably missed some Uh stuff. Uh oh. Well, it was pretty in line with what the movie. We'll see. Did, so. I mean, yeah. So if I forget anything or miss anything, it's because I read the wrong version. <laughs> there are some pictures in the book. Um, throughout yeah. like the normal book but not to the extent that you got to witness this will be fine we'll, we'll see what happens um so the book which i'm assuming it's the regular book not the graphic novel mm-hmm. has a 4.2 out of 5 on goodreads and is 208 pages yes apparently regardless of which version <laughs> you get uh so like i said we are doing the 2020 version of the witches uh this actually came out last Halloween because I remember Mm -hmm. when we were doing all of our Halloween episodes last year which if you haven't listened to them they are all on our feed right now Mm -hmm. we did we started with The Shining last year and then did Doctor Sleep I think we we started with Practical Magic Practical Magic yep um and then we did Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and Interview with a Vampire because last year there was five weeks in five Thursdays yes in thankfully that's not a thing this year yeah you're getting off easy great i love it yeah so this is week two of our (laughs) spooky season (laughs) um so anyways so i remember seeing it come out last year and i was like oh man we should have done that one but we had already either recorded or planned Mm -hmm. everything else um it's pg uh which is I don't know. There was kind of like parts where I was like, oh, I feel like I'd be scared if I was a this kid. This is definitely not a children's movie. No. Um, <laughs> or the book, that out to there. be honest. Yeah. Like the book was even like more like, ooh, I would not want to yeah. read this if it's I was It's definitely a kid. dark. Right. Um, but it is considered an adventure comedy family movie, which I thought was interesting. And it's only an hour and 46 minutes long. Um, uh, directed by uh, Robert Zem- Zemeckis. 
who we've seen him um, in the Polar Express. He directed ah, the Polar okay. Express. Um, he also did a Christmas Carol, which we've talked about doing for Christmas mm-hmm. this year. Um, he directed Forrest Gump, Back to the Future, and Castaway as well. Oh, both Forrest Gump and Castaway are two of my favorite movies, so mm-hmm. props to him. That's why I mentioned them. <laughs> um, and Back to the Future. What a great movie. Oh, yeah. I was forced to watch that by a coworker. I watched the three-part series or whatever. I think I could have done without it. But it's a classic, so now you've seen it. There you go. I checked That's it off the list. That's one of those, if you like, want to dive in really deep, there's so many Easter eggs throughout that whole oh, series. Oh, I'm sure. And I probably missed all of them. TikTok can tell you all of them. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so the IMDb synopsis reads, A young boy and his grandmother have a run-in with a coven of witches and their leader. So vague. <laughs> leader. Uh, so some interesting facts. Uh, Roald Dahl, this is one of, you know, probably his... M- most well-known uh, work, but he also did... Absolutely not. I mean... 1,000% not accurate. I don't know how many he's done. So of... It could be one of... I'm going to say some of the other ones. Okay. You said the most well-known. One of. Okay. Yes. Scratch one that. One of. <laughs> um, some of the other ones, which apparently Hannah think are is way more important, um, are Charlie and the Chocolate that Factory. One, that one in particular. Okay. But like Matilda also, I guess. Yeah. But when you think about it, like everybody knows everyone has sure. seen charlie and chocolate factory sure. which speaking of we will do that eventually because yes. i and we're gonna do which one you want there's do, only one right answer you want to do the johnny depp one so yes. we will do the johnny depp one <laughs> only because the guy i forget his name the actor who plays in the original is creepy to me gene so, wilder yes <laughs> Like, his character. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> anyway, so yes, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's also done Matilda. Matilda, I am obsessed with. That was one of my favorite books and movies and when I was a kid growing up. I never read the book. And I think I've only seen, like, Gosh, parts of the movie. Ray and I still quote the movie. <laughs> And last Sorry. one that I was trying to say is the BFG, which I've never seen or read. I don't know if you have. I'm sure I've read that one, but I don't think I've seen the movie. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously one of the top all-time children's novels, uh, but it received mixed reviews. Um, it was actually critiqued quite a bit because it was perceived that it was misogynistic, that witches were considered a sexist concept. Um, so, you know, it was... Um, so was everything else yeah, these it was, days. <laughs> it was definitely challenged, Uh when it first came out. Um, they've also, their questions have been raised about the ending of the book too, uh, which we'll get to um, with some quick critics suggesting that basically they were encouraging suicide in children because it was better to just die than to grow up. Oh, <laughs> so I thought that was a little dark again. Okay. Um, and then obviously, like you mentioned, we're, we're doing the 2020 film, but this uh, book has also been adapted into a stage play, a two part radio dramatization, a 1990 film, which uh, starred Angelica Houston, and then a 2008 opera, which hmm. that would be interesting to see this as an opera. You know, it's funny though, when you talk about the radio dra- dramatization, dra- yeah. yeah, it was so, on BBC. Yeah, it makes me think, well, I feel like that is like the long time ago podcast basically totally. you know what i mean but it always makes me think of a christmas story yes. when he's listening about yes. like, annie or whatever red yeah. rider annie or That's whatever it is That's totally <laughs> um, and then my last fact is um the book was kind of mirrored uh roald Dahl's life because the character of the grandmother is modeled after his mom huh sophie interesting so. yeah i did you pick up on a little bit of charlie and the chocolate factory yes. like Esque yes. throughout this whole thing. The kid who plays in the movie mm-hmm. reminded me of I forget his name, the the one that like always wants to eat chocolate. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah. He reminded me of Augustus Grant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> but then very much like the old grandmother, mm-hmm. you know, there's an old grandfather yeah. and like the kid who's gone through so much. Right. Like very much 
you know. I still think there was enough difference. Oh, yeah. That it sure. wasn't like the same book, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so the movie, everyone loves the old movie. Which I feel like I need to go back and watch it now. Yeah, you know what well, I, mean? I think we're going to lose a friend if we don't. So we should do Well, that. actually, it was one of those things, like, after I watched this one, I was like, okay, I legitimately want to go yeah. see the other one. Um, but this version has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, Oof, which is not good. The 1990 version has a 93%. Yeah, we definitely should have so, done that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, so funny enough, I couldn't find a budget for this movie. Which made me think, I'm like, all right, it was on HBO Max. That's It was exclusively released mm-hmm. on there, or so I thought. I did find a box office for the worldwide gross, which was $26.9 million, which makes me think it might have been released across overseas. Seas? Oh, yeah. Um, but wasn't know. that in, like, the height of the pandemic? Maybe that's yeah, why it wasn't. I don't like, know. Oh, so, I mean, maybe they were able to figure out a number through the streaming system, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, in the movie, we do see we there's a lot of witches, um, which uh, most of them don't speak or have any speaking right. terms. Um, but actually, there's one witch played by a man in this movie. Oh. I wasn't able to pinpoint who it was. But um, the original movie, however, um, had them, re- you know, removing their wigs and it was bald men who played in the film. That's hilarious. So, all of them? All of them in oh, the original wow. film. This one obviously didn't, but they still had a guy playing one of the witches. That's which funny. That was kind of interesting. Um, keeping in line um, with the novel, we actually don't get the um, name of the main character mm-hmm. in, throughout the book. Um, but, and so it is credited as quote unquote hero boy, mm-hmm. which is funny because if you remember in Polar Express by the same director, also, no name of the True. first boy of the name, and they called him the hero boy as well. Interesting. Um, on the same note, though, supposedly the boy doesn't have a name. But if you, there's one line in the movie where the grandma actually mentions a name. But huh. we don't know if it's a nickname or whatever. But when they get to the hotel, she says, come on, Gatsby, let's go. She says that? I didn't even yeah. catch that. And in the <laughs> subtitles, it says Gatsby, which yeah. I thought was very interesting. I'm that like, is interesting. There's no way this kid's name is Gatsby. But, um, but also, like, if maybe it is, it's a nickname. that would be freaking cool. I know, Actually, I should name didn't my child him. Gatsby. I'm surprised we didn't name Moose that. True. <sighs> I know. Where was this conversation four years ago? I know. I don't think I really... Even um, though you technically named him anyway. I did, but maybe I didn't understand your love of Gatsby at that time because we were just getting to know each other. That's a good point. Maybe. It's okay. He's a moose. There's always <laughs> next dog. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I was surprised you didn't pick up on that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I also wasn't watching with subtitles. So. Um, lastly, I think this is fascinating because I love I love all types of true crime. Um, during the filming, there was actually an incident on set, and somebody stabbed another crew member. A oh. stagehand stabbed a rigger. Why? And he had he sustained a neck injury. I don't know. But I thought that was fascinating. That just makes me think that like we don't know all of the drama that goes on. Behind oh, I'm the sure scene. there's so much like, drama. Be, we should side they should do note. like a show about that. I know. Well, side, side note, reason. total tangent. Did you see? You know, because Grey's Anatomy is back. Yes. Did you see that Denzel Washington? Yes. There's drama with that because he directed one of the episodes, and him and Ellen Pompeo did not get along. Which and like she I did not know, back down. I need to know all that there is to know about that because like I mean I love Denzel. Yeah. 
but like also this is her show right so like <laughs> i yeah, get it because it sounds like she clapped back at him at Ooh. some point and then he tried to apologize and she did not accept the apology Ooh. So. okay ellen yeah, i know <laughs> <laughs> all right so the cast of the movie um let's start with grandma who in the book is is it grandmama grandmama yeah grandmama <laughs> Grandmama, uh, played by the absolute fabulous Octavia Spencer. Um, we saw her in The Help, obviously. Um, she's in Hidden Figures, which is another boovie. Uh, I love her. She, in the book, though, she's a lot older. Yeah, she has, like, gray hair. Right. And, like, basically is on, like, you know, her last leg. Yeah, she's, like, in her, eight, in her <laughs> yeah. late 80s. Um, and she also smokes a cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole the whole book. Literally, like, I... I don't know if, obviously not the same cigar, but yeah. like it's consistently in her mouth. Right. Which is very interesting. Um, I love her. I have a hard time saying anything bad about her in general. Who, Octavia? Yeah. yeah. I love her. So. Yeah. No, she's great. And I mean, I don't think they're black in the book, if I no. remember well, correctly. Well, no, they're Norwegian. Right. That's right. <laughs> which I'm sure there are some black Norwegians I'm out sure there. I'm sure there but are. Um, but know. yeah, no, I, I thought Octavia did a great job and I liked the like dynamic between her and the hero mm-hmm. boy. Oh, speaking of hero boy, um, played by a young kid named Jazir. Jazir? J-A-H-Z-I-R. J-H? J-A-H. Jazir. 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 Last name Bruno. Um, This was his first movie, but I recognized him from somewhere. Finally figured it out. He was in The Christmas Chronicles 2, which is on, it's a Netflix um, two-part Yes, I remember seeing that. Very, very good. Um, Not with Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Because that's who I think it is. It's, it's not. But with Kurt Douglas, what? not Jeff Bridges. They do look alike. I'll just put no, that No, because, there. Roche, not every old white man looks the same. Um, I'm proof <laughs> that they do. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, you should definitely watch those, especially okay. during Christmas time. Um, but yeah, he's cute. Cute little kid. Yeah, he was fine. I actually like enjoyed him more than the character in the book, if I'm being completely honest. I don't yeah. know why. I just felt like that kid was like whiny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then let's talk about, um, the older hero mouse as he's credited, Mm -hmm. um, who is basically the narrator in the movie, uh, voiced by Chris Rock. Iconic Um, voice. Iconic voice. We know him as his voice as Marty from Madagascar. That's right. Um, obviously he's done a million comedic things in, in his life, but he's starting to do like more serious roles. Um, he was in Spiral, which is part of the Saw series. Oh. Um, he's like a detective in there. And then he also did the TV show Fargo um, not okay. too long ago. So I feel like all these comedians are really trying to go the serious route, which I'm like, I need comedy in my life. Like, True. Where do I get Don't, that? You go watch Grown Ups that he's in because that's a great movie. I've never seen that. <laughs> You've never seen Grown Ups? No. They're so funny. You should. You would definitely get a laugh out of them. Um, but yeah, so this is a character that we don't get in the book at all. Right. It's an added little bonus, I guess. <laughs> So speaking of more mice, in the book, uh, the boy has two pet mice, mm-hmm. and they're named Mary and William. In the movie, he gets one mouse as a pet, and he names her Daisy. Right. In the book, she say the mice are just pets. Right. In the movie, the the pet mouse is actually a little girl that had been turned into a mouse, and her name is Mary. So Daisy slash Mary, same mouse. Got it. Um, voiced by the wonderful Kristen Chenoweth. Ah, okay. Um, she is in the, or she was in the series Pushing Daisy. She was in Glee for a while. She was in the movie Holiday. Obviously has done a bunch of stuff on Broadway. Um, and then she was recently the host of Candyland on the Food Network. <laughs> oh, so, that's a show? 
Yeah, of course. They have a million different shows. Oh, my gosh. Um, her voice wasn't as recognizable, no. I feel like, in this I role. think I, I'd seen that before I watched it, so I noticed mm-hmm. it. Um, but, yeah, it was cute. Yeah, she was good. Um, next character. I couldn't leave him out just because we love him so much. Uh, Mr. Stringer, uh, who is the hotel manager, is played by our beloved Stanley Tucci. Um, Can do no wrong. Obviously, we've seen him in Devil Wears Prada. He's in Julie and Julia. And we recently just covered the Hunger Games, which he is Caesar (laughs) in Hunger Games. Um, well, she was in it more. That's all I can say about it. I agree. (laughs) I, yeah. I mean, he should be in every single movie and he should have a giant part in every single movie. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, and last but not least, we have to talk about the Grand High Witch, which is played by Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. The original Grand High Witch is played by Angelica Houston, Correct. a.k.a. Morticia Adams. <laughs> um, and this is one of those roles that I'm sorry, I would never take because she is so iconic True. in the original. And it's like no one else is going to play Morticia. Like, there's no way. So unfortunately, Anne Hathaway j- just gets killed in the reviews well which is a little bit rightfully so and like what was that accent i don't know that's also in the reviews which is funny because and again i haven't seen the original so Mm -hmm. i don't know if angelica houston has an accent in that one but like that was awful right well she was supposed to be again i mean we can bring it up now so the book is the book is set in england and in norway Norway, um the movie's set in the South of the United <laughs> States. Um, but she's supposed to have this like kind of weird Russian, Norwegian, True. European okay. accent. In the, in the book, yeah. you know, there's a lot of vive and do. That was my um, Russian accent. That was great. European. It's better um, than Anne Hathaway's. Yeah, but it's like in, in the movie, she had like a Russian accent and then she had a Swedish accent and then she had like, I don't know what kind of accent. Yeah, I don't know. One, she needs coaching right <laughs> two um i feel like she needs to like publicly apologize to anyone who has like a russian accent right um <laughs> i didn't she was her. pregnant during this film she was so maybe that was affecting her performance i just don't buy anne hathaway as a no. as a as one an antagonist uh-huh. of any story um and two just like anything other than devil wears prada like that's I think feel like that's her bread and butter. I didn't buy her as Catwoman. I didn't buy her. I don't. I see her as just. I don't know, like yeah. a Cameron Diaz type roles. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember if I've said this on this podcast or not, but she reminds. She's like the um, Taylor Swift, and I'm gonna get so much hate for saying this, but she's like the Taylor Swift of acting, where like everything is like a, such a surprise that like, yeah. oh my god, I won an Oscar, and oh right. my god, I did this, and oh my god, like. I, yeah. I just don't buy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 1000%. I I loved her in like Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. I think she's perfect in that role. And I'll give her Devil Wears Prada too. But yeah, everything yeah. else I've kind of seen her in, I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. You just don't buy it. Which is like surprising considering how many accolades she has and yeah. like how, you know, well loved she is. I'm just You like, know who I think would have actually been really good in this role is like a Nicole Kidman. Like, After watching her on Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I mean, at least she has a better accent. That's I don't true. know. I just felt like <sighs> this character just needs Angelica Houston, you know, like, yeah. or someone who's like, I'm thinking a like a, or like a Christina Ricci or something, oh, you know, like someone darker. If they were looking for like older, the queen, Jessica Lange. Yeah. She's just so good at like being that That's like true. bitchy. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> 
But yeah, again, I, I think they know. were going for like a younger look. Well, but. and also in the book, she is described as very short and very like young looking. Mm. Not that Anne Hathaway is old looking, yeah. but she's not short by any means. Right. And I was mad that they give her a toe. Why did she have a toe? <laughs> she had like chicken, like one chicken claw. Or like, It was very weird was because strange. we'll talk about it. Part of being a witch is that you have no toes, right. but Anne Hathaway got a toe. Like was she like, is she like half human? Is that why? See, these are the other things. I'm like, did Angelica Houston have a toe? We yeah. got to watch the other one. Oh, I have to. Anyway, tangent. <laughs> um, moral of the story, she was not right for this role. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, it. That's it for the cast. Right. I mean, there's a million um, other witches. But. Time for who said it. So this will be interesting considering I took it from the graphic novel. So. Which we've also already found one discrepancy. Yeah, but we took it out. <laughs> <laughs> off, off, off air here? Off we, air. We, we already took we, it out. We took it out in post. Um, <laughs> so let's see how this goes. Um, but what they all have in common is their dislike. Their disgust. Their red hot sizzling hatred of children. Grandmama. Grandmama. <laughs> um, with worthless ideas like that, it's no wonder the country is crawling with brats. That's the Grand High Witch. Yes. <laughs> um, last one. What could be better than forming a team of witch catchers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where it might get confusing. Yeah. Um, let's go with Hero Boy. No, it's the little, it's a girl mouse who like, I think she's in the book. Mm-hmm. I wonder when the graphic novel came out. I could probably tell you. There's no girl mouse technically in the book. There is, but she's not a character. But like, look. I believe you that the graphic novel. See, this girl gets turned. Yeah. Is great. she not the one that then helps him? No. So you're telling me Bruno is the mouse the entire time? Yes. Because there's even a part in the graphic novel at the end where Grandmama insinuates that he's dating the girl mouse. No, that does not happen. Wild. That does not happen in this the book. This is going to be so, fun. question for you. Bruno also gets turned into a mouse though, right? There is no Bruno. There's no Bruno in there. Okay, Correct. that's That's why I assumed the graphic- in the movie mm. that Bruno replaced the girl. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Let's 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 dive into it. <laughs> We're not doing F. Mary Kill because this is a children's book yeah. slash movie. <laughs> All right. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> All right. So let's start off the the book or sorry, the movie starts off differently than the book because we get this added narrator mm-hmm. of, of the film, um, which is the old hero mouse <laughs> uh, voiced by Chris Rock. But it's basically him giving a presentation, like an old school presentation to these kids, like a group <laughs> yeah. of kids. Um And he's basically just talking about how witches are real and that they're here, that they are here in your area. Right. Um, And that the one main thing about witches is that witches absolutely hate children. And I'm reading this was scary because I was like, if I was a kid, (laughs) this just talks about how like witches literally come and find kids to kill them Mm -hmm. and how they literally could look like anybody. Right. Like, it's like, your teacher's probably a witch. But also, like, what a weird um, parallel to, like, Stranger Danger. Honestly. Because literally anyone could be a killer. And That's true. they could look like anything. Anyone can be a monster. Yes. Not just a witch. <laughs> so we now start... So really, I think it's teaching children to, like, not trust people. Honestly. Strangers, Which is probably a good idea. Right. Exactly. <laughs> good job, Roldal. Yes. Um, so... The story now really starts going and it's really about a young boy who had um, a mom and dad and they lived in Chicago, which is right off the bat. Not how the book is. Um, His mom and dad and him and he and he lived in England 
and that they, he had a grandma in Norway mm-hmm. that they used to go visit and he loves. So the mom and dad get into a car accident, which does happen in the book and they are killed. And so the young boy who doesn't die in the, in the car accident ends up going to live with his grandma in Alabama. Yep. In the book, he, he goes, goes to Norway. Norway. Yeah. Um, we also get like this whole thing about how in the, in the book he wants, they go to live in Norway and grandma does not want to go live back in England. Cause you'd think like, all right, she would take him back to yeah. England. They would live there. That's she's his life. She's very much set in her way. She's right. like, I'm good. So you're just gonna have to like be accustomed to what my life is like. Correct. Which like, that sucks for a little kid to be like, okay, well my entire world has been turned upside down, but sure. I'll listen to you, grandma. <laughs> right. So in the, in the graphic novel, do they go back to England ever? Um, no. So in the book, they do. Oh, okay. So there ends up I think being, I need to read this book. <laughs> yeah, so at the, like, within the book, there ends up being a time where uh, they read the parent's will, mm. and in the will is to have grandma take care of him, but in England. Ah, okay. So that's how they end up back in England. Makes sense. So. Is that, like, happen. towards the beginning of the book? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, like, first quarter or so. Yeah. Um, this is going to be great. I feel like <sighs> I'm just going to reread the book through yeah, your Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, moral of the story, folks. Don't read the graphic novel. Well, and like, make sure you're picking the right yeah. um, book to rent. <laughs> so anyway, so in the movie, we now see that the boy just won't eat. He is just basically like catatonic almost. And grandma tries to cheer him up. She puts on music, dances around, and he's not having it. No. Um, that does not happen in the book. But- I do appreciate the, the uh, song choices in the movie. Yes. I thought the um, soundtrack was good. Yeah. And it, it's... It was kind of funny because they kind of had it in the movie. They have him being very sad, very like can't eat, very sorry for himself, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You don't get any of that in the book. It's very much like he's kind of a matter of fact type kid. Yeah. And he loves his grandma and he's okay with living with her. He's like, so. this is, you know, this is what I, the cards that I've been dealt yeah. and I'm just going to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, in the movie, grandma ends up having to like snap him out of it and being like, look, I feel bad for you, but I don't feel sorry for you. Right. Like let's get on here with life. Like I also lost people. Like that was my child who died. Right. Like it's not just you in this. So she gets him to eat and he kind of snaps out of it. She gives him cornbread, which yes. like, you know, that's the cure for everything. Delicious. <laughs> um, and then at this point she ends up giving him a mouse mm-hmm. as a pet. And in the book, um, like I said before, she actually gives him two much, two white mice. She yes. gives him, um, and she and he names them Mary and William for whatever reason. Does this happen at this point in the book? Yeah, about oh. that, about that. Interesting. Time. In the graphic novel, um, he gets the mice when they go to the hotel. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, he has the mice for a little while mm. at, at home before yeah. before they go. This is great. I feel like we're getting like two different versions. Yeah, you guys are getting more than you thought you would ever get about this one. <laughs> Um, but so in the movie, he names the mouse Daisy for whatever reason. And he starts teaching Daisy tricks and he's going to be a mouse trainer. Like that's his new goals. And that goes into more depth in the, in the book about how he's going to be a famous, um, mouse circus trainer. He's going to travel around the world (laughs) and have these mouse circus to be a circus to be a kid again. Right. Um, while he's, while he's doing this, we actually see a witch outside, um, of the house, like looking in. That doesn't happen in the book. We don't really get our first switch until a little bit further down um, the line. But then we kind of see that grandma's like starting to cough and get sick. Mm -hmm. In the book, there's no like slow gradual to like grandma coughing. Like we don't 
get that in the book. She does get sick, but not till later. Yeah. Um, but they end up going to the store in the movie because he wants to like, well, she's grocery shopping and then he wants to build something for the mouse <laughs> or whatever. So when they're at the store, he's going to look for some nails or something. And he ends up running into a witch who offers him candy. And there's like this creepy snake and yeah. she's really creepy. Um, that is not the first place we meet a witch in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, right at the beginning of the book, which we have not gotten at all, Grandma has told him in the book by now what about to look what out to, for, like what to look out right. for. Um, so in the book, she tells them that, or tells him that witches are real and he needs to look out for them, and that they are bald, mm-hmm. so they wear wigs. They have claws for hands, so they wear gloves. Um, they're all women. No toes. They have no toes. And that they their um, nostrils their nostrils are, are larger to mm-hmm. smell children, and that they also have like a blue tint in their saliva in their right. spit, and that children in the book they call it dog droppings. They smell like dog <laughs> droppings, <laughs> but they smell like dog poop right. to the witches. The cleaner you are, the more stenchy you are to them. Yes. Too. So anyway, so at this point, when he first sees a witch. He knows what, like right, right off the bat, like oh, that's a witch. Mm-hmm. In in the in the movie, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I was like, I guess like he was just creeped out because she was creepy. Well, also like I'm sorry if a random woman comes up to me and there's a snake crawling out of her right. arm, like of course I'm gonna freak out. That's really <laughs> it's very strange. I take it the the convenience store in the graphic novel is not where he sees Correct. a witch for the first time. He sees her in his treehouse. Yes, yes, he's building a treehouse and he she's like down on the lawn. Yeah. And that's where he sees her for the first time in the book. Um, But he ends up telling her about the lady that he saw in the store. And then grandma's like, oh, well, that's a witch. (laughs) Um, And then she starts telling him the story about Alice Blue. And Alice Blue was her best friend growing up. And how one day she took candy from a stranger. And the next morning she woke up and turned into a giant chicken. Mm -hmm. Which I think happens in the book. So she talks about something. In like the graphic that. novel, um, the she doesn't turn into a chicken. She gets put into a painting. Yes, yes. And then happens. every single day, like, her parents can see her. She's in a different position every day. And, like, she essentially grows old with her parents, but mm-hmm. in the painting as right. a drawing, basically, the yeah. rest of her life. And then one day she just disappears, right. which is just eerie. Yeah. But, like, I, like, wanted just more of, like, that type of stuff. I don't yeah. know. Like, I was so, like all right, like, how does that work? Like, I don't know. I just wanted more of right. weird stuff I also like didn't that. appreciate that they switched it to her turning into a chicken. I feel yeah. like the painting thing was so much cooler. Right. <laughs> so anyways, but our chicken lovers out there, I'm sure, enjoyed it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so anyways, another thing that they added to the movie, which does not happen in the book, um, Grandma is like this ultimate healer. Um, mm-hmm. she ends up having like all these elixirs and crystals, crystals, all this stuff in her closet. Mm-hmm. In the book, grandma is, n- grandma is not a healer. Grandma they- only cares about smoking. In right. The book. <laughs> well, she does talk. Cause like at one point when he, when she's describing like, this is who witches are, this is what they do. He asks like, how do you know so much about these witches? And in my mind, I was like, Ooh, maybe she's like a wit, like a witch who's like, has like 
left the coven. Did you? I oh, really you, thought she I was, thought she was, was a witch, witch too. Yeah, I totally did. Anyway, she ended up being like a witch hunter and yeah. just knowing a lot about witches. And that's about it. And that she's actually, she looked for the grand high witch for a really long time and couldn't find her. Yeah. So that's what it ended up being. We didn't get any of that in the movie. No. She's some healer. <laughs> she just has movie. a lot of r- random potions and stuff. Um, So at this point in the movie, she's like, all right, we got to go. Cause this witch saw you. She knows where we are. We got to go. In the book, they end up, they go to the hotel for a completely different reason. Yeah. So in the graphic novel, I don't know if it's mm. the same in the regular one, but um, so her coughing fits catch up to her. Mm-hmm. And so basically she goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, you should probably take some time off and like go and relax. I, you know, I've recommended this hotel to some of my patients. Mm-hmm. Just go for a few days and just relax. And that's yeah. how they end up at the hotel. So that is not how they end up in the hotel. In Interesting. The okay. So... <laughs> Like I said, so in the book, they were living in Norway and then they moved back to England. Mm -hmm. So for summer vacation, they were going to take this really long, awesome summer vacation trip back to Norway. And they had all these things planned and whatnot. Well, before summer break, grandma gets really sick. She gets pneumonia and she's like bedridden for all these days. And the doctor ends up saying like, you can't go that far on this trip. Like you guys can't go. So she ends up booking this hotel randomly and was Uh, like, well, let's still go do something. Let's go to the coast and relax. So they're going there for vacation, (laughs) like just to like go and relax. That's Um, interesting. Yeah. Three different reasons we're (laughs) headed to this hotel. In the movie though, they leave for this hotel to get away to try to almost hide from Mm. these witches. (laughs) Looking at this hotel, do you instantly say there's clearly witches in this hotel? It was clearly haunted. <laughs> like literally the house in um, American Horror Story. Right. The witch, the coven. Right. Season. Literally that um, house. I have always thought that if I ever wanted to do, not a, not really a spinoff, but a different podcast, it would be called That Place Looks Haunted. <laughs> and it would be about places that are like, it would, it would be called Obviously That's Haunted. Right. 100%. <laughs> because half the time these places that are haunted obviously are haunted yes um but anyways it is a beautiful building it's like a almost looks like a plantation type building because we're in the south and not in england exactly or norway so we come to find out in the in the book again we get a lot more about these witches earlier on and one of the things we find out is that once a year all of the witches in that particular country meet in one area once a year and that's where they get their orders from the grand high witch so we all know where this is going. <laughs> so once they get into the hotel, we, we this is what their cover up is in the in the book and in the movie. But there's big signs with like these like mannequins. And it's basically saying that, oh, there's going to be a conference here this weekend um, for a bunch of women who fight against child abuse. That's a good it's, cover. It's a great cover. Because like, obviously, no one's going to question that. Right. <laughs> like the opposite of what they're actually doing right um, they're actually committing child yes. cruelty. <laughs> um but this is where we meet our fabulous um stanley tucci as mr stringer who is the hotel manager um he is a much better hotel manager than the one in home alone too just saying absolutely <laughs> uh but the next thing we see is there's a group of women all dressed in very fancy clothing all coming through the front door at the same time <laughs> so the woman who's in the lead who we can presume as much is the grand high witch mm-hmm. has a cat on, on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read that there is actually a cat in the original too. Ah, there is no cat in the book, in the book right. at all. Um, the cat is a different name 
in the two movies, the cat in this film is called Hades, which rightfully so. Right. Um, but so, also, like, great addition because, like, we're dealing with mice here. It makes so, so. much sense. Like, yeah. I'm sure Roald Dahl would be like, huh, yeah, <laughs> probably should have added a cat, right. you know? But as we know, they add cats because cats can see all. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yes. Um, but as the witches come in, grandma's cough is getting worse again. And she now she kind of puts two and two together. Ah, I think these witches are causing my attacks. Mm. Um, also, a thing to know, which again, I don't know. I doubt this is in the graphic novel. When grandma is talking about how she knows so much about witches, mm-hmm. at one point, she has a miss. She has a missing thumb, and her, and the boy asks, like, "How did you get that thumb?" And she's like, "Or you yeah, know, missing thumb." And he's, she's like, "Oh, that was my one run in with a witch." Mm-hmm. That does not happen in the in the right. movie. Yeah, and actually doesn't really come full circle in the book. <laughs> no, it's like briefly mentioned, and then we're like, okay, which that was another reason why I thought she might be a witch. Yeah, because like maybe something happened. Like to your point, yeah. if she like left the coven, they like had to chop off a thumb to yeah. let her go or something. So, <laughs> so this is the point of the movie where grandma tells him all those things we had talked mm-hmm. about with the witches and what to look for and, and all this and whatnot. Um, while she's telling him in the movie about all of this, the cat is actually seeing them through the window, which we said cats see all. Mm-hmm. And he runs down basically and goes and tells the grand high witch about the child and really the grandma who's in, in the room talking right. about them. And at this point, She's sitting, the Grand High Witch is sitting on like the couch and she's looking in one of those like selfie mirror type things. <laughs> and we get like the crack of the lightning and we see like her face change. Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah. But not as creepy as it sh- I feel like it should have been. What? I'm just saying we'll get to it oh, at yeah. a point. It's different. Anyways, um, the next morning, uh, the boy orders his grandma room service. Which I was like, that is very nice of you. But like, if I woke up at a hotel and Aaliyah's like, Hannah, I just ordered you all of this room service. I would panic because it looked like $200 worth of room service. Oh, 100%. I don't know. The grandma looks like she's pretty okay with money. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure his parents left her a bunch of money. Yeah. So they're good. They're fine. They're fine. But also like. But also, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be a it nice would be gesture. fabulous. <laughs> And the breakfast looked very good. And then you could just like go complain and be like, oh, my kid didn't know what she was oh, this doing. Kid, and I accidentally ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now so now that he wants to like let, let grandma rest and eat her breakfast, he's like, all right, I'm going to go and take my mouse, Daisy, because um, I want to try to teach her more tricks. Um, so at this point, again, I don't know how it was in the graphic novel. In the book, he has the two mice and he's actually got in trouble about these mice mm-hmm. from the hotel staff. Yeah. So that does happen in Correct, there. yeah. So they're basically like, um, you should keep it in the cage. Like, why are you taking them out? Yeah. So he's trying to like hide from mm-hmm. them because he still wants to to train them, but he needs to find a, a place where he won't run into them because they've like threatened to drown these mice right. if they <laughs> see them again. So he's in the ballroom and this is where we run into Bruno for the very first time. And Bruno actually in the book, it's a little different, but he actually gets to the ballroom and Bruno's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, some lady told me that if I came back here right at 1225, that she would give me more chocolate bars. In the book, Bruno doesn't tell the boy that. We right. only find that out through the witches that that was their plan. That's correct. Yeah. So 
the boy ends up going into the ballroom and in the book, he, again, he doesn't see Bruno. No one sees him go in there. Yeah, he goes in there empty. by himself and he ends up hiding like kind of behind this stage. It was nothing like I envisioned when I was reading the book. Me either. Well, the graphic <laughs> novel has him standing behind, you know, one of those like three part um, changing like yeah. things you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like the old school changing, yeah, yeah. whatever. He was, he's hiding behind one of those, um, not like under a stage. Gotcha. So yeah, it was, to- it was a little different as it was described in the book. Um, but while he's back there, all of these women start coming in. And it's funny because in the book he was like, all right, well, this is where those women against um, child abuse, you know, are meeting. So, like, if they come in, they'll totally be supportive yeah. of me and what I'm <laughs> in my endeavors. <laughs> so he sees them come in. He hide, he immediately hides underneath the stage, um, which is funny because I was like, you were said you just weren't worried about them. But right, but you hit you, anyway. You hit anyway. <laughs> um, but we see at this point that they lock the room behind them. With a giant bone of all right. things. In the book, it's actually like a lock and yeah. chain, right. which like makes more normal. sense. <laughs> um, so the Grand High Witch is on the stage and she tells them that they can take off their gloves. And like, there are these weird like alien hands and like two fingers. <laughs> Very strange. And then they can take off their shoes. And this is where we see that none of the other witches have toes, but the Grand High Witch has one middle toe. Right. Which is gross. Again, it looks like the feet of chicken. Yes. So, and then she tells them that they can take off their wigs and they have these like awful sores on their head from the wigs. It's gross. Gross. Um, the one thing that does not happen in this movie is the big mask removal. Ah, yes. Of the Grand High Witch. So, in the book, the Grand High Witch ends up taking off her face and it's a mask. And it's supposed to be the most terrifying thing ever. She's scary. Yeah. Which I have heard that in the original, that actually happens in the original. And it is terrifying. Well, that's why our friend wanted us to do that version. Because she's like, I need to know if I was just mortified because I was a child or if this really is scary. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't understand. Like, they did give... So one other, another thing that they described in the movie, at least, with the witches is that their mouths actually are like... Pretty much their entire face, yeah. like bottom half, it, and like, it like slits almost. Yeah, it's like the Joker yeah. in in the Dark Knight, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we see that we see like her mouth elongate, which is creepy. Yeah, but not to what we needed here. True. So I wasn't okay with that. I mean, I got I don't know how many pictures were in your book, but I got like good representation of like how scary this witch yeah. is supposed to be. I just didn't understand it. Like yeah. evidently, it's I feel like it's an iconic part of the old remake. It's a pretty big part of the book. Yeah. Like, why didn't we go there? Like, there's know. so much CGI in this movie anyway. Well, what and that's are we the doing? thing. Maybe because there's so much, they were like, let's try something different. But it's like, no, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, and Hathaway was like, I need at least half of my face in this movie. The right. Time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, the Grand High Witch is talking about how she's so mad. She's so mad because there are so many children still in this area. And um, she has told them that since you guys aren't doing your job, you now need to get rid of all of the children. Yeah. All of them. And so anyways, she ends up like the, this happens in the book as well. One of the other witches, rightfully so, is like, mm, OK, but like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> what's the plan? Like, what are we doing here? Um, Doesn't like that she got she like interrupted her. Right. And ends up burning her with her eyes. Literally just like eviscerating her. Mm -hmm. 
that was scary. Right. <laughs> and so anyway, she says, good question. <laughs> Wrong time. <laughs> and she tells them her plan is that she wants them all to open up candy shops. In the book, she tells them, like, you need to quit your jobs and buy these yeah. places. But in the book, they talk about how financially this isn't a problem because she has a money press at her house mm-hmm. in the book and she can print any currency in the world. Which is like amazing. Right. Which <laughs> How do I get that? Exactly. So that doesn't happen. I mean, it does. Like she's like, okay, I have money for you guys all in the room. Like come and come to my room and we'll get that yeah. money for you. How did she travel with that much money? Right. You have to cl- declare that type of money. Exactly. Especially when you're coming into the U.S. <laughs> exactly. Not that I would know. <laughs> um, but anyways, she... She tells him, she's like, okay, um, I have all this money for you guys to open these candy shops. Plus, I have made this potion. And this potion, I don't remember what it's called. It's like the delayed action. 86 delayed action something, something. Something, something. And (laughs) that she has created this and it will eventually turn children into mice. Mm -hmm. And that all of the women need to come to her room, 666, which that is not her room number in the book. And she's going to give them everything Mm -hmm. that they need for this. I was really upset about this because in the book, it's such a kind of, not cool, but like in the book, they talk about how Um, Yes, she does want them to open candy shops. However, she needs them to make their own potion. So she gives them a recipe. And it like totally reminds me of like in Halloween Town when they have to make Mm -hmm. the the potion and go out and get all these things. Well, then she she keeps telling them like, no problem. Like, you'll be able to find everything. Don't worry about it. It's like, "Mm, will we? Right. (laughs) Well, and not only that, but like they make it so much more like um, specific of like, okay, make sure that you do the delayed action because you don't want them getting sick at your store. You definitely want them going home and right. then getting sick later and like all this stuff, which we get, don't get any of that. Yeah. Cause you have to like put a, you have to like melt alarm clocks on certain times. Like it's <laughs> yeah. still like outlandish, right. but like such a bummer. We didn't see that in yeah. the movie. Um, and in the book, she actually tells, she tells the older ancient witches you know, if you, I don't want you guys going out and having to get all these things. So I actually have potion for you. Mm. She doesn't have it for everybody. Right. So she also tells them, which happens in the book as well. Like, I'm going to prove to you that this works. I actually gave chocolate to a little boy earlier today and told him if he comes to this room at a certain time, I will give him more chocolate. Mm-hmm. And we will see that this worked. Yeah. So fun fact in the graphic novel, it's a girl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... Poor little Bruno shows up. <laughs> he shows up at the time he was told. You mean to. Augustus? Augustus Glute. <laughs> um, shows up to get his, you know, chocolate bars and he turns into a mouse. And the cutest little mouse. Such a cute mouse. Like round and like it reminded me of um Gus Gus from Cinderella. No. Oh. Um, I forget his name. I think it's Theodore in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Is he the the yeah. Floofier one. Yeah. yeah. Also Gus Gus from Cinderella, <laughs> who's an actual mouse, not a chipmunk. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but anyways. Um, also, like, I would have fallen for this 100%. Absolutely. Because I love chocolate. Absolutely. Um, and then when he turns into a mouse, the women try to squish him. That's rude. So sad. Because in the book, it's, like, so graphic. Because they talk about, okay, so, like, once we turn the kids into Mm -hmm. mice it's gonna happen while they're at school and so their teachers are going to put mouse traps everywhere 
And it's going to snap off their heads like marbles. Yeah. They're basically banking on other people exterminating these kids. Yeah. Which is like terrible. Absolutely terrifying. And they don't go into detail in the movie, obviously, about it. Um, But anyways, so the hero boy has actually like snuck into like one of the floor vents Mm -hmm. or whatever with his mouse, Daisy. And so as... The, as Bruno, the mouse is trying to like run away from these women, all of a sudden Daisy starts talking and is like, come on, get over here. I'll get him. Blah, blah, blah. And, and the boy's like, what? <laughs> like didn't realize that right. this was actually a mouse. Come to find out Daisy was a little girl who was turned into a mouse by witches. And anyway, so they pull Bruno to safe safety and they managed to escape. However, while Bruno was trying to get away, the witch ends up pulling the boy out as well. And they like tie him down and end up pouring potion like into his ear. Cause he won't open his mouth. Right. That does not happen in the book. They just get him to open his mouth. Right. Also like how painful would that be to like have liquid poured into, Ugh. I mean, I guess are there Awful. eardrops? Yeah. There's eardrops. But like not like that though. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so now the, the hero boy is a mouse as well. So these three little mice managed to get away from them. They gave um, the Grand High Witch way too much credit in this movie mm-hmm. because if you'll notice, like, she's kind of, like, sniffing throughout this scene. Like, yeah. she picks up on his scent, but in the, at least in the graphic book, um, they, one of the other witches, like, as they're leaving, leaving yeah. realizes, like, she smells something, smells like dog droppings, mm-hmm. and, like, she notices it. And yeah. that's how, like, they, they find him. But other than that, yeah, they gave Anne Hathaway way too much way credit. Way too much. <laughs> so they go to find Grandma because they're like, you know what? Grandma's going to know what to do. Um, and they have to try to like ring the doorbell. It's like this really cute scene mm-hmm. of them trying to like get into the apartment or into the hotel room. Um, and the maid tries to like swat at them. Well, they end up getting into the room and the freaking maid locks grandma in with these mice. <laughs> She's like, good luck. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so they do get grandma's attention and grandma is the most welcoming and understanding grandma of all time. So like so calm. She's like, considering there's mice talking to her. She's like, you're my grandson now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's fine. That's beautiful, actually, if you think about it, because, like, you know, so many children struggle with, like, identity. And, like, for your grandma to just accept the fact that you're a mouse now is, like, so nice. Exactly. Um, And especially when the maintenance guy shows up with mouse traps. She's like, okay, no, thank you. She's like, we don't need this. (laughs) Um, Bruno was also trying to eat everything in the book. He actually eats, like, three bananas. (laughs) But he tries to eat grapes in the movie and it doesn't work out. Again, boy after my own heart. Exactly. So they end up um, coming up with this plan. And the plan is to steal the potion from the Grand High Witch and actually reverse it mm-hmm. to to turn them back into kids. That is not in the book at all. No. There's never that plan. Like, they always are just very much like, we are mice for the rest of yeah, our lives. Yeah, they've come to terms with the fact that this is their life now. Yeah. Anyways, they come up with this plan because they figure out that grandma's room is actually right above the Grand High Witches. In the book, it's actually, for some reason, grandma and the boy in the book are in two different rooms. Oh. And it's the boy's room who is a, is above. It's not like that in the graphic yeah, novel. Yeah, it, well, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. So I can see why. But um, also, like, why would you put a small child in a separate room? It's a great question. No <laughs> idea. So anyways, they end up in the movie. Grandma's, like, knitting these socks. And they put they put the boy in boy mouse in the sock and lower him down mm-hmm. into the grand high witch's room, which is, you know, genius. And you go into a room and there's potion on ice everywhere. 
which does not happen in the book because there's not as many in the Mm -hmm. book and that they're actually um, like shoved in the mattress. Like he ends up finding them hidden in the mattress. In the graphic novel, she just has like a mini fridge that has them in there. (laughs) Yeah. So he ends up having to like bite through the mattress to get the potion. So, and actually under the bed, there's actually frogs under the bed as well. There aren't mousetraps like there are in the movie. Yeah, there's There's frogs. frogs who are supposedly kids that she has turned into frogs. Oh, she can turn them into frogs too. Yes. Wow. I guess you switched the potion a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. You, you make frogs? a little bit. <laughs> um, what, does she just travel with these frogs or she made she them She probably all... turned them while there she was there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So while he's in there though, she the Grand High Witch ends up coming back and he hides on, and that's where he hides under the bed. Um, in the movie, he actually ends up running and he gets in back into the sock mm-hmm. and grandma is starting to pull him up. The witch actually stops the sock and is like, recognizes grandma from somewhere and almost looks like she's going to like pull the sock back down. Someone ends up ringing the doorbell, distracts her and grandma pulls the sock back up in the book. Is that how it happens in the graphic novel? Uh, yes, except she's using pantyhose oh, instead of a sock. Also. So that is not how it happens in the book. The book Yes, she lowers him down in the knitted sock. However, he doesn't get to the doesn't get back to the sock. So the Grand High Witch comes in, oh, notices you're right. the sock, and then talks to Grandma and is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I just dropped my knitting," That's and right. has to pull it back up. And he has to figure out a way to escape. And then he does finally get back up there. You're right. You're right. But that is how it is. In the book, is he by himself or is the girl mouse with him? He is by himself. Okay. In the graphic novel, she's with him in this yeah. scene. So gotcha. they like both have to figure out a way to get back to yeah. grandma's. So anyways, now in the book, grandma's trying to reverse this potion and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But that does not happen in the book. So I was like, well, at this point I was like, are they going to turn these kids back into kids? Like, I know. I, I thought they too. were going to, but they don't. Um, so, but they, they had to explain the fact that grandma for whatever reason is like a potion master right. in the movie. And maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they thought that, that they felt like they should at least try to turn them back <laughs> into kids. I don't know. So they come up with a plan B and the plan B is like, well, if we can't, reverse this we might as well get some revenge right Mm -hmm. and get rid of these witches and so they decide that they're going to slip some of the potion into the soup that all of the witches are going to be eating that night and turn them all into mice genius idea great plan great plan so the boy mouse ends up getting into the kitchen and he ends up you know, dramatically getting the potion into the soup. That was soup. like so unnecessary. I it was, was like, so just... like ratatouille. <laughs> right. Well, and like, I don't know if in your version of the book, he only does like a few drops, but in the movie, mm-hmm. it's like the, the whole thing just falls in. Oh, no, he does actually pour the whole thing in, in the book. However, in the book, after he does that, he ends up getting noticed yes, by the kitchen staff. The and he ends up like, try, while he's trying to escape, he ends up running up one of the guy's like yeah, pants yeah. and whatever. And they actually cut off part of his tail <laughs> in the book. And he's like bleeding everywhere. Poor baby. In the movie. I thought he was a goner at that point. But I then I realized you don't necessarily need a tail to no. survive. And in, but in the movie, he doesn't even get noticed. Yeah. And he gets he out. away. Free and clear. Yep. So while he's doing that, grandma actually tries to go talk to Bruno's parents and is like, hey, I have something to tell you about your son. Bruno's parents are the worst. Um, and she actually pulls out Bruno and is like, Bruno, talk to them. And Bruno's too busy, like shoving his face with food. Doesn't talk to him. They freak out. 
and they run away. Um, the boy ends up reuniting with grandma and the other mice um, at dinner. And while they're headed to dinner, though, Mr. Stringer, the manager of the hotel, ends up stop- stopping grandma and is like, do you have a mouse in your purse? <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah, like, these parents are saying that you have a mouse in your purse. You pulled it out on them. And she was like, oh, you want do you want me to, like, tell everyone that you have a mouse infestation? Like, it's such a great moment. Right. This does happen in the book as well. And she's like, okay, well, if you're going to look into my purse, I'm going to tell everyone there's a mouse infestation and no one's going to come to your hotel. And he just backs off. <laughs> so now all of the witches are at dinner and they all start eating the pea soup that has the poison in it. And right before we actually don't see in the movie, the grand high, which actually eating the soup, right? Because she, she stops. Doesn't. She yeah. stops in the book. It is just assumed that she did. Mm-hmm. She did eat it. Right. Um, so in the movie though, as she's about to take a sip or a, you know, a spoonful of this soup, she makes eye contact with grandma and she walks over. This conflict does not happen at all in the book. Correct. Ends up that the Grand High Witch recognizes Grandma from when she was a little girl. So come to find out that is the witch that turned her best friend into the chicken Mm -hmm. and that she remembers her. So while the Grand High Witch is there confronting Mm -hmm. Grandma about this, she's like leaning over and the kid, the the mouse kids actually end up stealing a little key from her to her room. They're such little geniuses. Exactly. So now all the magic is starting to happen. So... (laughs) The potion is starting to work very quickly because there's so much of it in that soup. And all of these witches start turning into these really awful rats. Yeah. They're not mice. They They're not gross, cute. Yeah. They're gross rats. And <laughs> so anyway, so since the kids now have stolen that key, they all had during the chaos, they all start heading up to the room. And of course, while they're in there, though, the Grand High Witch comes in. And come to find out, she did not eat the split pea soup. Right. There's also one thing I forgot to mention. When Grandma had dropped the sock down Mm -hmm. there, that whole scene when he was stealing the potion, when Mr. Stringer ran the doorbell, which distracted her, he was bringing in a cat carrier. Right. (laughs) And she had actually, uh, like ended up locking the cat in there because the cat embarrassed her or something. During well, time. because he, she was like, he wouldn't sit in that. Yeah. And then the cat literally goes and sits and she's like, right. why you embarrass me? So guess what? You get to stay in there. Yes. Yeah, so the cat is still in, in the carrier at this point. So this is where I guess the one toe comes into play. Um, hmm. Because True. as the grand high witch is about to probably inviscerate grandma, mm-hmm. There's all these mouse traps underneath her bed and the kids end up pushing these, these little mice traps onto her toes Yeah, and like snap her toes in it, which is just that so perfect. just sounds like right. rough. Which again, does not happen in the book. Right. Um, but anyway, so as she's screaming because her toes are getting, you know, snapped off, the other mouse boy like launches himself from one of those mouse traps <laughs> with the potion into her mouth and she turns into like the ultimate gross rat. Disgusting. And she starts running after them. She's catching them. And then the greatest thing happens. Grandma just puts a bucket over her. And I was like, genius. (laughs) I literally do that with like any like bug or anything I see in the house. I'm like, I'll deal with this later. (laughs) Yep. So she puts a bucket on top of her, like the ice bucket and then put some books on her to keep her there. Um, 
So anyway, so they end up getting the key to her money trunk and they're like, we have all this money now. And in the trunk also is a big book of addresses to all of the witches Mm -hmm. in the entire world. Uh, They end up taking all of the money and all the potions and they decide that they are going to set out to turn all of the witches in the world into rats. That is now their new plan of action in life. It's their goal. But before they leave, they end up releasing the cat from its cage, (laughs) who then pushes the books off of the ice bucket. And we don't see it, but obviously we end up kind of hearing the cat attacking the Grand High Witch as a rat. What a great full circle moment. Right? Like she was so mean and like for her own cat to eat her. It was great. So they end up leaving the hotel. Grandma tips all the staff very well. (laughs) She's like, one for you, one for you. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Bruno ends up trying again, talking to, they try to talk to Bruno's mom. She has nothing to say. She doesn't, she screams. She doesn't want anything to do with it. And they end up taking Bruno home to stay with them. Does that happen in the book? Yes. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm totally wrong. Bruno ends up going back with his parents. Yeah, that's how it happens in the graphic novel too. Um... So now they're at home and they have this cute little coolest mouse roller coaster ever. Give me that in roller their house. Coaster. I would gladly turn into a mouse Absolutely. for that roller coaster. <laughs> and it, there's this really cute moment that, not cute, but kind of morbid moment, which this does happen in the book. It's where the boy mouse asks grandma, like, how long do mice live? And she's like, well, normal mice live about three years, but you're not a normal mouse. So in the book, she tells him, you'll probably live double that mm-hmm. in, in the movie. She's like, you'll live at least three times that I'm sure. Um, and in the movie, we now see, we then get like, there's like montage of like Christmas cards with all the three <laughs> mice and all like the travel photos of grandma. Like they are just living their best life as three mice um, with grandma. And then the movie ends with that, with we're back at the presentation with those kids and the older hero boy mouse. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're recruiting these children to go out and find these witches witches Mm -hmm. and turn them into mice. And that's how the movie ends. The book ends a little differently. Yeah. The book itself ends with just grandma and the boy mouse. Mm -hmm. And they kind of the same thing. They come up with this plan, how they're going to travel the world with this money and find the castle that grandma that they had found out that that was where the grand high witch was living because they don't have like the address book they don't have all that money that they get in the movie like they their plan is very much like first level at the end of the book like they have an idea they just don't know how to execute it yet right and their plan is just to basically rid all of the witches of the world so they can go live in this castle yeah and that's how basically the book ends Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that different from the graphic novel. We just got, you know, a little bit more more fun. (laughs) A little more modernized, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, actually, I was going to look when it was um, released, because it's probably uh, later than when the original was released. Let's see. Oh, well, this says it was released August of 2020. So now I'm wondering if it it was tied towards the movie. Just in time. (laughs) <laughs> interesting for you anyway <laughs> just in time for you to be confused right <laughs> so i guess we we both okay we'll start with you <laughs> oh no i guess did the movie stay true to the graphic novel <laughs> um yes i would say that it did <laughs> did the movie stay true to the normal book that we were supposed to read uh for the most part yeah um 
So, Rosha, would you take the movie or the graphic novel? Um, I'm going to go with the graphic novel. Nice. Uh, I, I think... It's the first. One for the graphic novels. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I really enjoyed reading this book. Um, mm-hmm. I agree that, like... I think the the thing that didn't do it for me in this movie was Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Like, the fact that she didn't look like she, what she was supposed to look like. She didn't sound like what she was supposed to sound like. Like, it didn't do for me what the book did for me so um are you picking the regular book (laughs) or the movie um i'm gonna go with the book yeah um i have a feeling that if we were had if we had done the um original movie Mm. i probably would have gone with that just because here's the difference i haven't read matilda but i can only imagine that the movie that was done for matilda just brought it to life Mm -hmm. i love the movie matilda it's done so beautifully. maybe you shouldn't read the book i know but charlie chocolate factory i'm sure it's a great book but i'm sure it just brings it to life i don't feel like this book or this movie brought the book to life right it was almost like an unnecessary remake yeah you know what i mean assuming that the first one was good yeah so i'm gonna go with the book i haven't gone with the book for a while so Hmm. well there you have it um all right that's it for this one make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app if you're listening on apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at the boovie girls you can also email us at the girls at gmail.com and like we said earlier we are on patreon all you have to do to sign up is go to patreon.com forward slash the boovie girls or hit the link in our bio on instagram to sign up to get access to our bonus content you can get a sticker for joining a shout out in a future episode all that good stuff so coming up next more of a thriller than a horror movie still spooky book. still spooky um but your, your boy leo's in it we're doing shutter island which i didn't know was a book until i saw it at goodwill <laughs> <laughs> i know i love finding those uh those ones that we don't know about yes. um i've never seen this shockingly enough there are a few Leo m- movies that I've never seen. Um, but I have heard really, really good things. Mm-hmm. Like everyone that's always like, you're a Leo fan. How have you not seen Shutter Island? I'm yeah. like, I know because it's a scary movie. I yeah. don't like scary movies. Well, so. and I feel like I've seen it or parts of it, but for what I remember, there's a pretty big twist. Is it in um, Alcatraz? Or did I just make that up? I think, no, I think it's like in an insane asylum or oh, something like okay. that. I think. I don't know why I just thought of Alcatraz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, that'll be coming up next week. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. <laughs>